Last time on Pokemon Rollout, our adventurers began their journey in the village of Restful Fjord, where they entered a fishing contest to catch the silliest Magikarp. Professor Sneeze was able to pick up a Shellos named Shmoopy, while all three members of the party were able to catch a Magikarp. Lillian's Magikarp, Victoria, was silly enough to earn her first place in the contest with prizes of a good rod and a dive ball. Charlie didn't quite make the cut. See what happens this time on Pokemon Rollout. Welcome to the world of Pokemon. My name is Nick, and these guys call me their Game Master. And you're listening to Pokemon Rollout, a real-play Pokemon tabletop united RPG podcast. What's your name, guys? I'm Paul. I'm Michael. And I'm Lydia. So, when we left our crew last time, they had just finished the Restful Fjord Silly Start Fearsome Finish Fishing Competition. And, and with Liliana's Victoria taking first prize. What do you guys do next? It's about one in the afternoon, so the sun's still pretty high up above. Plenty of time to move around. Um, Professor Sneeze caught himself, uh, you know, one too many Magikarp. He doesn't need to keep them all. So he's going to take one of his Magikarps and go uh, release it back into uh, the sea. So that's what I'm doing. Dropping it off. With a final carp, the Magikarp disappears into the waves. Violent tear rolls down Lillian's face. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, well, so in the last episode, we said that there was kind of a festival going on. Like, um... will go on plays in the background. So, so with this festival going on, I mean, uh, what else is there to see? I mean, should we do a uh, someone do a perception check to you like to do, yes. see if there's anything interesting? I, yeah, I guess I'll do a perception check. Yeah, I will too. I roll a twelve for a perception check. That's a lot better than mine. I rolled a six. Okay, you see like haggling and vendors going on, a bunch of different things like souvenirs, some more. Practical items um, over at the uh, like where Pokemon where there had been Pokemon battles going on. More most of the new trainers have kind of drifted away, but there's still a decent amount of battles going on between uh, more experienced trainers. Like at the moment, it looks like a Gardevoir is facing down um, a Garchomp in what looks like a somewhat ridiculous battle. Uh, Um, besides that, like it's, it's the middle of the day, but it's, it kind of feels like a midday festival while everyone starts heading towards the gyms in different areas too. Okay. Um, I think Charlie's a a bit interested in the battles and might want to try to get into one. So, uh, he says, um, Hey guys, let's go, let's go look at the battles. And he, he runs off without waiting for a response. (laughs) Charlie. Oh, that kid. Um, Lillian, you won some prize money, right? Uh, no, I didn't. No prize money? Just, uh... 
Otherwise, I'd say let's go have a victory dinner. Right. But right. Charlie's already gone. Yeah. <laughs> say um, like I, I realized that I could put prize money on the other one, so let's say that's actually five hundred poke in prize money. Oh. Aw, yes. I. Let's go get something on a stick. <laughs> something on a stick. <laughs> nice. Um, festival. <laughs> I think um, Professor Sneeze is going to follow Charlie, feeling a little bit of res- responsibility for his welfare. <laughs> so. All right. Lillian follows as well. <laughs> <laughs> well, with things on a stick, you do find you do see some Magikarp on the stick, stick being sold. <laughs> <laughs> Lillian silently steals some and goes and buries it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Give me a guile check just for fun. Okay. (laughs) Or no, a stealth. Sorry, stealth check. Stealth. Okay. I got a seven. (laughs) You successfully steal one stick without being noticed. (laughs) And bury it. (laughs) And bury it. I'm gonna I put a, a little like just to see grave on it, this. a little rock for a tomb or for a grave or headstone. There we go. That's the word. I don't see her do this. Okay. <laughs> so while she's doing that, uh, Professor <laughs> Sneeze and Charlie make it to the battling arena. Um, as they get there, they're stopped by a cheerful young man who uh, just quickly explains that at the moment things are winding down a bit, but at the moment they're allowing you're, they're only allowing one battle per new trainer. So that no one feels tempted to push their Pokemon too far. It's like, are you guys interested in battling or in wagering on the uh, trainer battles going on? Uh, Charlie, Charlie wants to battle. I- I'll watch. Can I pickpocket? <laughs> if you so choose, you can. Give me stealth. It. Um, how many people you ch- you choose to pickpocket? You roll that many stealth checks. I'll say up to three, and it'll be versus perception checks. Okay, so I should should do 3d6? Yep, 3d6 per person you decide to steal from. And you can, one to three. Um, I'll, that... do, I'll do three people. Okay. So <laughs> While that's going on. Um... Feeling good. Charlie, you're directed to an empty arena space, and a few moments later, a younger, a young kid, almost looking younger than you, uh, shows up, and he introduces himself. He's like, "I'm Joey." And <laughs> a few seconds later, he tosses out a Rattata. Surprise! Surprise! <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. All right, so it does seem to be a very Good and and uh, thing of its species, maybe top of the list or something like, similar to that. Like uh, if you if you were to roll <laughs> if you were to roll a percentage die, it'd probably be a very maybe high top, percentage yeah, roll. Maybe. <laughs> okay. Um. Great. Uh. Okay. So Lydia, I, Lydia, I'll have you roll your first check now. Okay. Um. For the first roll, I got an eight. Okay. You are not seen <laughs> with simple. the first pickpocket, and you pick up. Uh, 33 poke from someone's pockets. Wow. Uh, sweet. All right, so throws out a ratata. What do you do? All right, um... Throw your magic carp. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, Char- Charlie knows a little bit better than that. Uh, he will, uh, send out his torchic named Bernie. 
All right, Bernie, let's take this one down. All right, what is Bernie's speed? Bernie's speed is 10. All right, the Ratata charges forward first and goes with a simple straight ram, which lands a solid hit. It's a fast Ratata. So hits with a nice solid tackle. That does... 27 damage minus defense. Uh, so that'd be minus 6. So 21, so 21 damage. damage. Holy cow. Okay. Wow. That's strong, right? <clears throat> How do you respond? So with sand attack, it says they're... Uh, can you just talk me through the mechanics of uh, sand blinded, attack? Blinded means that they get a minus 6 on their accuracy check. Okay. Um, I'm going to, uh, go ahead and attack with Ember. So I start with a d20, is that correct? It's d20 to hit. Um, that's a 10. That is a solid hit. Okay. And then that's going to be a 2d6 plus 15. Yes. It's 5. 22 is the total. Nice. Go, Charlie, go! You said 22 is your total? Yes, and then also, uh, okay, then never mind. Yep, that's yeah. Twenty-two is the total. All right. What did you 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 rolled a ten to hit? Okay, so you didn't burn. Um, so you get a solid burn on the Ratata, who looks hurt but not quite like he's limping yet. Lydia, roll another stealth check. Okay, I got an eleven. Nice. You managed to escape view once again. Sneaky. And this time you got 60 poke. Ooh. Oh, yeah. It's just going to be a good day for me. The Ratata jumps back and wags his tail mockingly. I'm going to shake my at head at you. Your. Sassy. Uh, Bernie enraging him slightly and making him kind of forget to guard himself. He loses one defense combat stage. Okay. Um, so then, let's see here. Bernie is going to... What do I want him to do? Uh, and I uh, assume if I were to use like a potion or something, that would, uh, that would occupy the turn? That would end his turn, yes. Okay. Um... All right, so with that in mind, um, uh, Bernie is going to try, uh, we're going to have it try, uh, doing a, a scratch attack. Okay. Uh, Bernie, scratch it with your little claws! You can do it, Bernie! Uh, this is with a, a six. A six with scratch manages to land. Okay. And that's going to be a D8 plus 18. Mm-hmm. So that's a 321. All right. You know, is Bernie giving you a look when you said little, but he obeys your commands? <laughs> <laughs> Just fine. And you said you did how much? 20? Uh, 21. 21. Okay, that scratch seems to have done a little more damage, and you notice that the Ratata is limping slightly and looks much the worse for wear, but it is not down yet. 
All right. Lydia, roll your third and final stealth check. Okay. I got a 10. Nice. This time, someone, the, the person you're pickpocketing slaps your hand away. He's like, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were my mom. Guile. Uh, what? Guile um, check, please. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were my mom. This is also a D6, correct? Yes, and it's for Guile's four. Yep. Okay, I got a 13. That gives you a look and it's like, you're a little young to be looking for your mom, but... I just get really okay. lost and I get so scared in the crowds. <laughs> All right, just stay by the vendors. They'll take care of you. And he moves off. Okay, thank you. <laughs> All right, the Ratata, who's looking a little worse for wear. Professor Sneeze is uh, with um, with Melody the Jigglypuff and Schmoopy his Shellos both on the mm-hmm. side. We're doing the little like anime dance with the with the uh, fans, and we're cheering him on. Bernie, Bernie, he's our Torchic. He's got all the tricks that'll win it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, he's looking a little worse for wear, but uh, the Ratata charges forward with another. Uh, tackle, and this time does 28 minus, so 22 damage to... Okay, that's not good. (laughs) Um, so 22... Uh, so that's, uh, yeah, I'm definitely gonna be taking at least an injury on this, but... Mm -hmm. Uh, okay, um, yeah, Bernie's not doing so great either right now, but, uh... Uh, Charlie, with uh, assessing the situation, um, thinks he can finish it in in this one. So he goes, um, "All right, Bernie, I know you're you're in a tough spot here, uh, but I, I know you can do it. Uh, do another scratch with those those sharp sharp little little daggers that you have." <laughs> <laughs> and this one is a nine. That hits. Okay. And then I roll the d8. Uh, with four makes it 22. Okay. Uh, Bernie was looking pumped when you were talking for a second, and then you said little twice in a row. <laughs> so he just, uh, the torch like made like a chirping grumble <laughs> under his breath and just steps forward and basically stomps on the Radita, <laughs> on the Radita's head, which knocks it out. Oh, nice. Joey <laughs> uh, oh, nice. on the next. Joey on the other side looks a little crestfallen. He's like, my, my top percentage. <laughs> and then uh, Charlie uh, lets out a cheer. All right, way to go, Torchic. All right, uh, efficient on the side, matches over. All right, uh, recall your Pokemon. Poke Center is just down the way. All right, uh, I just I have a Torchic uh, uh, come by me and I give it a, a pat on the head. Great job. Uh, and uh, and then I recall it into the Pokeball. Just before you recall it, you feel some. You feel a nip on one of your fingers. Ow! <laughs> uh, Joey walks over and, per the rules in there, gives you uh, two hundred and fifty poke. All right. Uh, and which we call it? Uh, Bernie. Bernie gains five exp. Way to go, Charlie! Let's get Bernie Let's to point. a Pokemon Center. All right. Thank, this, thank you, Professor uh, Snee. I mean, rude. Uh, yeah, let's go. <laughs> All right. 
Liliana, you can see the two of them kind of moving away from the crowds and everything. The crowd crowds are starting to thin at this point, with most of the people there being experienced trainers. Um, Liliana, uh, you've noticed that a couple of you have been, uh, uh, like a couple of the experienced trainers have been giving you looks every time you've pickpocketed someone, but they've just kind of smirked and looked away, the ones you've noticed. But there's not very many non-experienced trainers anymore. Okay. Eh, I don't feel like it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to follow them to the focus center. Just like smile and nod towards the ones that did see me. <laughs> they know what's up. <laughs> they, they're the true brothers. <laughs> all right. So make it back to the focus center and get Bernie all patched up. That takes about 15 minutes for him to get all healed up and everything. Um, you probably also want to do that for your Magikarp, so for Chomps, too, since he was injured by your hit. Oh, okay, yeah, good point. Mm -hmm. So it takes about 15 minutes for them to heal the both of them up. The thing ready to go is about 1.30. Excuse me, 1.30 now. Okay. Sounds so pretty. How long so will it take us to get to the next town? Um, to get to the, like, the next small town type area, it's you can get there by sundown at about this point. If you push it a little bit, uh, that'll get you to the Pokemart and to everything. Uh, Clear Lake City is three days away. Okay. We should hit the road, you guys. That's that sound. Let me try that again. That sounded like a young boy anime. All right. <laughs> we should hit the road, you guys. That's better. Okay. <laughs> Lillian gives him a weird look, but not from Greece. So it's time to go. <laughs> she got, got her magic card. Stuck so in my throat. throat. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and you okay uh, over there? Do you need me to pat you on the back? Get it dislodged? No, 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 I'm fine. I know the Heimlich maneuver. Oh, thank <laughs> you. I'll remember that if it if a need should arise. Okay, good, good. Uh, Char Charlie, not entirely sure where he's going, has already started down the road. <laughs> oh, idiot. <laughs> Charlie! Oh. <laughs> we need to buy him, like, a child leash. <laughs> That's what I think we should get at the next town. <laughs> I have okay. a robe. Charlie. <laughs> All right. As you guys are heading towards uh, out of town, you hear a rushing of wings above you. And uh, swooping down is a familiar sight in the region, a Fero, with the bright purple band around its long neck, marking it as a member of the Fero Corps. Uh, the fierce bird lands nearby, and a young man steps off, wearing the heavy riding leathers of the core. Uh, he looks around before watching, walking nonchalantly towards your group. Uh, all three of you notice as he's walking that he seems kind of panicked, but he's trying to hide it. Uh, he marches right up to Professor Sneeze and claps him on the shoulder, smiling the whole time. You seem to be an experienced trainer, and I need help. Official core business. I'll pay you what I can. What? The man is speaking so softly that no one outside of your little group can hear, and though he's still smiling, he's starting to look obviously a little wilder on the eyes. Please, it's worth more than my job here. I have the reputation of the entire corps at stake. I'm not that experienced of a trainer. What do you need us to do? He looks even more worried at uh, Professor Sneeze's thing, but just kind of sighs and decides to go with it. I'm rather new to my position here, and I'm making my first run of uh, Pokemon deliveries. I 
was supposed to uh, bring a Pokeball to the Poke Center on the at the village uh, about a, a couple of miles down the road here. But I was attacked by a Beedrill along the way, and though I was able to uh, defeat it just fine, it got a lucky shot and hit my carry bag. And one of the Pokeballs dropped out. Um, it's on the path through there, and I need to make another delivery, and if I leave now, I will make it to where I need to by sundown. Uh, please, the Fero Corpse, it, uh, it prides itself in making getting any Pokeball anywhere within the day. So please, it should be on your route. I believe it fell into a group of trees maybe a mile away from here. Uh, it should be going there, pick up the Pokeball, and bring it to the Poke Center down the road. Uh, and once you finish this, just go to any Fear Court area. There should be a base there in the town. Uh, uh, ask for a note for Garrison. Let him know that everything is done. Garrison. And I'll send you... Yeah, and I'll send you payment as soon as I can. Okay, we'll we'll do what we can. He looks relieved, but the uh, new trainer thing kind of worries him. He's like, thank you. Uh, again, it should be on the way, but I have to go now. Uh, good, good luck on your journey. Uh, and best of luck. And if you do this for me, you know you'll have a friend in the Hero Corps whenever you ask. And he quickly marches back to his Firo and takes off, heading what looks like due north about as fast as you've seen a Firo fly. Nice. Okay. Well, well, gang, should we should we look for his Pokeball? Oh yeah, I definitely think we should help someone out who needs it. Well, of course, let's go. Um, would a survival check be in order for this sort of thing? Survival check would be good to take a look around. Perception's not a bad one. Um, anything along those lines. Does anyone have a particularly good survival or perception? I've got uh, three on survival, so... I've got three on perception. All right. Our powers uh-huh. combine, I get a seven. <laughs> uh, I get 15 <sighs> on my perception check. You have to one-up me, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> I think that is actually an eight-up on you, but... <laughs> oh, oh, them's fighting words. All right, you. Be the friends. first, <laughs> the trail up the uh, river, or uh, the trail out of Restful Fjord, sends you up a winding route up the cliff, up on top to a group of just like rolling hills, basically just nice lush plains all around you. Um, you're heading in there, and you see a group of trees, and just a little bit later, as you're heading through there, um. If you head straight to the trees, you're looking around for a bit, and um, you don't really see a Pokeball at the moment, but Charlie hears, sounds like a hissing sound, followed by some very loud, some uh, very strident chirping. Hmm. Um, let's, uh, let's have one of us do a uh, Pokemon education check. I'm guessing uh, Professor Sneeds is better than mine. Probably. At the moment, you're far enough away that Charlie's the only one who can hear it. Oh, okay. Can he describe the... to me what he hears? If he sh- if he so chooses, um, definitely. Uh, do you guys hear that? It... No, I don't hear anything. You can also point it out and head closer until you can all hear it. But... Sure. Okay. Yeah, no, it, it's over there. I heard there's a, a hiss- hissing and, and chirping sound. Let's go check it out. 
Oh, all right, lead the way. So I, I, I run I run into the uh, direction where, where we hear that. So uh, as you head closer, it resolves itself. You can hear two distinct hisses and something else chirping. Okay. okay go uh, ahead and do a Pokemon education. I will do that. That is a 17. You have 46 in that, right? Yep. Okay. You can tell that the hissing is coming from Ekans. Mm-hmm. On this part and catching things, and the chirping seems to be coming from. You think it's a fletchling, so Robin type. It's strange because the fletchling sounds like it's in distress, um, which is odd because it's both faster than an Ekans and usually wouldn't be near enough to the ground to be attacked by one. Mm-hmm. Um, what? Uh, can I? Can I do another uh, perception check to see, like, if there's anything hindering the fletchling? Sure. You're not close enough to see them yet, but you can hear them. Okay. Well, then I'll I'll, I'll hold off then until I uh, until I can see it. I'll, okay. I'll relay the information, of course, of what Pokemon I think they are. Okay. Um, say, we 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 got to see what's wrong with that Fletchling. I think it's being attacked. Okay. So you head forward, and soon enough, you come to an area that's a little denser in the undergrowth, and breaking through, you see a site of what look, there are two Ekans, one on either side of the little red robin-like bird that is a fletchling. The fletchling's sitting on the ground in, like, basically half under a thorn bush, and it's hopping back and forth a little bit, but one of its wings is bent at a kind of strange angle. It looks like something, it looks like it got hit by something. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and the Ekans spin around as soon as you guys enter into the area and kind of weave towards you hissing. Charlie, as soon as you come in, you also see a flash of metallic red somewhere in the thorn bush. Okay. Um, let me, let me look at something here real quick. Okay. I can't do that quite yet. Okay. Um, all right. So, uh, Charlie, um, what would you do? Uh, I'd like, uh, can I do a perception check on that red flash and see what that is? I think, uh, yep. he's, uh, yeah. Go right ahead. Um, that is going to be 16. It looks like a Pokeball, but now that you're looking at it closer, you can see a little yellow bug sitting on top of it as well. Hmm. Okay. All right. Um, okay. Uh, and uh, is that my action then? Um, I suppose or... so, yes. Okay. Um, I will release Melody from her Pokeball. Uh, say, Melody, come on out! We got work to do! Okay. I also release um, my church too. For sure. And Charlie, you you do have enough time if you want to release uh, Bernie or whoever. Oh right, sure. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, all right, Bernie, go for it. Okay, so all of you toss out your Pokemon. What is the speed of everyone's Pokemon? Five. Uh, ten. ten. And then it was two fives. For both of you guys, right? Five, yeah. 
Okay. Okay. So the Ekans jump forward and they basically both rear up and stare. One of them stares down Bernie, who loses one defense combat stage, okay. while the other one stares at, Sa- at Spicy, who seems completely unfazed. You guys are up. I suppose Bernie would go first. Uh, yeah, that sounds yes, about Bernie right. Yes, Bernie goes first. Alright, um... Well, yeah. Right. Uh, Bernie is going to uh, go with a, a scratch attack. Uh, Alright, Bernie, uh, go ahead and scratch them. Do it! So it's going to be the D8. Which, is he scratching one on the left or the one on the right? Um... Whichever, so, uh, like, so there's one on the left, one on the right. How are we, how are each of the Pokemon oriented in relation to those? Um, you entered first, so I'm guessing with Bernie in front of you, you'd be in the center. Okay. Um, and then... And then who is to my... Yeah, who would be on his left and who would be on his right, guys? Um, I'll, I'll be on the right. Okay, so Turtwig's on the left, Spicy's on the left, and Melody's on the right. Alright, um, I'll, um, attack, neither one of them is very good, uh, I'll attack the one on the right. Okay. So D20 and... first. Okay. Uh, that's an eight. Okay, you do manage to hit it. Okay, good. And then that's, uh, 23. 23. All right, that you get a good couple of scratches in with Bernie, and that Ekans is already looking the worst for wear. Okay, actually, that means that uh, Professor Sneeze, you're actually up next. Oh, me as a yes, is your player. speed is ten. Mm-hmm. That's right. Okay. You've got one decently weakened Ekans, one completely healthy Ekans, and one Fletchling that looks a bit battered right um i think i might um in such a situation pick up a rock and throw it at one of the ekans probably the the one that's on the right the one closer to me get out of here you scumbag so roll a d20 okay nat 20 nice roll 1d8 seven Okay, so you add that D8 to 11, so 18, and then roll another D8. One. Okay, so set 18 plus 7, you did 25 damage. Which you And uh, the scratch was from the one on the left, right? No, uh, no the, the, the scratch was uh, from the one on the right, the one that is being so attacked you, right now. So I you both got one. attacked. Okay, uh, that Ekans abruptly hisses and collapses. Out cold. And uh, Charlie looks a little bit disappointed because he was kind of wanting to uh, try to catch it. Oh. <laughs> well, I uh... shouldn't have thrown a critical hit with my rock. <laughs> Charlie and Liliana are both up right now. All right. Um... And do our, would our actions happen at the same time? Could I... They do happen at the same time. You guys can decide who goes first and who goes next. Okay. 
So, because again, uh, Charlie's thinking that he uh, he might want to try to uh, catch the Pokemon. So, um, can I? Can I? Uh, is there such a thing as readying an action? Can I put a Pokeball in the the sling that Charlie has and get ready to follow it up with after whatever Liliana does? You can delay your action. So yeah, you could delay it so that uh, now you'll move at initiative count eight instead of nine. So mm-hmm. you'll go after her every time after this. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I would like to do that. At this time, I'm going to go for the. I'm going to go for the Ekans. That's going to be the one that I, I go for. Okay, then Liliana, you're up. Okay. Um. Okay, because I was planning on trying to catch the Fletchling, and I didn't want to like steal a Pokemon that you wanted. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Okay. So Ooh. yeah. So what do I do? Okay, so if you're going to catch the Fletchling, it's well within range of a Pokeball. If you want to just toss one. Uh, it does look like it's been hurt a bit already, so... Um, I think I will just use a regular Pokeball. Okay. First roll a d20. Okay, I got a 20. <laughs> nice. Wow. Nice. Okay. Uh, the Fletchling gives a surprised squeak as that happens. <laughs> And then ball, ball shakes once, twice, ding! You have a level eight female fletchling. Yay. There are a lot of female Pokemon this time around. Wow. <laughs> this girl squad! What? Level eight female fletchling. You can choose nature and ability. This has got to stick together. Then go there. All right, so then. Uh, Charlie, you're up. All right, so you have to talk me through how uh, how this happens again. Because uh, so what I did is I readied a Pokeball in my sling mm-hmm. to throw at the uh, to throw at the Ekans, which uh, adds one dB to struggle. Yes. So, so it does one d eight plus eight plus okay. your uh, your attack check. So for plus you, eight. it's seven. So one d eight plus fifteen rather than one d eight plus thirteen. Okay, and I'll have to make a note of that somewhere else, but okay. Um, but I have to roll the d20 first, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, that's an 8. Okay, you do land a hit. Okay. And then, uh, and if I... Is that what you said there? Is that already coupled with my curveball? Or no, my curveball does extra damage, right? Nope, curveball does this, is, is a basic struggle check, so it's okay. coupled with it already. Okay, mm-hmm. sounds good. All right, great. So uh, the d8 then. D8 yes. Yes. This one, okay. D8 plus 15 uh, is going to be a total of 22. 22. Okay, that hits. That is a good, solid hit on it. And it looks like it's reeling a bit, but it's not as bad for where as the other one had been after the first hit. Do you want to try to capture it with that Pokeball too? Because it can uh, activate. If I, if I activate it and it doesn't work, do I lose the Pokeball? Um, you could, you might, you might not. It depends. Okay. Um... That's, it's another secret roll for the chance of losing the Pokeball. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I'll, uh, I'll try to, try to capture it. Okay. Uh, you've already hit with it, so just roll a D percentile. Percentile, all right. And where's my other one? There it is. Um, 19... Okay, the uh, Ekans get sucked into the Pokeball and shakes once, twice, ding! Booyah! You have a level 7 
male Ekans. It's a boy. It's a boy. <laughs> Hooray. All right. Well, well, uh, well, uh, I was say, while Liliana has a team of girls over there, uh, I have a, a, a squad of guys. So. You're going with the guy team, yeah. My team's better. I've all right, and too. the end of year, all of the Pokemon that are out right now gain 10 EXP. Um, Level up time! Yeah! Nice. Alright, so everything is very quiet. Like a few things chirping around in the, gra- in the grass and everything, but nothing major. You said 10, right? 10 EXP, yeah. yes. Okay. Alright, what do you guys do? Um, Charlie saw the Pokeball, but I don't know if he mentioned it to anyone yet. No, I didn't. Um, uh, and you said that I saw like a yellow bug type thing on the Pokeball? Sitting on top of it, yep. Sitting on top of it, okay. Um, it is smaller than the Pokeball. It is, tiny. It is smaller than the Pokeball. Um, I would like to do uh, for Charlie a uh, Pokemon education check. Go right ahead. Alright, so that's uh, untrained, so that's going to be 2d6. Uh, 7. All right, you can tell that it is a Joltik. Oh, okay. Electric bug, very small. Hmm. You know that they're attracted to uh, sources of electricity. Um, would I do another check, or could I find out like anything about like how strong it is necessarily? Or um, you, the Pokemon education check. If you had gotten high enough, you would have known. Okay. Uh, good to know. Um, okay. Uh, hey guys, over here, uh, uh, I see the Pokeball, and there's there's a Joltik on it. A Joltik? Um, should I do a Pokemon education as well? If you sell it, choose. I will. Uh, that looks like a good roll. That's a 17. Alright, you know that Joltik are very attached to ele- to sources of electricity that they find. Um, they can get them from like just the electromagnetism of other creatures to an extent. But if they find a good source of electricity, they'll stick to it. Um, this one will probably be kind of upset if you try to move the Pokeball. Uh, at As small as it is, like Joltik are normally very, very small Pokemon in any case. But as small as this one is, it's probably fairly young. Sure. Of course, Joltik don't live alone, so there's probably a nest somewhere nearby. Mm-hmm. And this is something that Sneeze knows, not Charlie. Yes. Okay. I, I would relay all that information. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, well, if, if so if Sneeze does relay that information, um, I guess Charlie's not... I mean, Charlie wants to, you know, catch all the Pokemon, but he isn't necessarily interested in uh, a baby Joltik. Uh, so uh, can I do a perception check to see if I can deduce where that nest may be? Sure, go, go ahead. Okay. Uh, that's going to be nine. Okay, you're not exactly sure. There's enough undergrowth and things around that you're not certain. Um, there's an, like, forest would not be something that uh, Charlie's most used to. Mm-hmm. Living up in there, so it's not, you're, you're not exactly sure where it came from. Uh, Professor Sneeze, you also have the info that Joltik don't live alone. They also live with their evolved forms, Galvantula. Mm-hmm. Which is outside of your guys' weight class. Yeah. Okay. Uh, guys, we should probably get out of here before its uh, parents come by. Sounds like a good idea. 
Can I leave the Pokeball with it? <laughs> no, we gotta pick that up. <laughs> um, uh, actually, what Char- Charlie uh, uh, holds uh, like a sixes on and uh, has him wait. Um, and he's like, "Well, uh, is it okay? Well, uh, before we just take it, I don't know if we'll be too happy if, if we take it away from it. So I'm gonna try to catch it first. Uh, and so I uh, I throw a Pokeball in my sling again, and I throw it at the Joltik. Okay. D20? Uh, nat 20. Nice. Are you doing a curveball or not? Uh, I am. Okay. Uh, roll 2d8 and add 23 is what the total is going to be. Oh, crap. <laughs> Can I change my mind? <laughs> wow. If you choose. Uh, let's... You said curveball, so go ahead and roll. All right, all right. Uh, oh, man. <laughs> Um, okay. <laughs> I, I'm rolling really well, I guess. Uh, that's a 16. And you, rolled two te- you rolled two eights? I rolled two eights. Wow. <laughs> so plus 23 is, is 39. <laughs> this thing ain't surviving, is it? You all but squash this poor Joltik. It's still, <laughs> it's still, it's still up, but it just, it gives a, oh, it, it's so surprised. Like, it, it gets knocked straight off of the ball. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then I, uh, and I would like to activate the the capture. Go as ahead well. with the D percentile. <laughs> All right. Now, just so I'm clear, when we roll a D percentile, we want it to be a low is it a low number? Is that right? Yep. The lower yes. the better. Lower the better. All right. Uh, seven. Okay. Uh, shakes once, twice. Ding. Congratulations! You have a level seven female Joltik. Hey, right. you got a girl. All right. <laughs> okay. And so, and now, since it's, uh, oh, uh, booyah! <laughs> uh, and, uh, I, I forget about the other Pokemon. I'm just excited that I have another, I have another, uh, uh, another Pokemon to work with, so. Nice. Um, Professor oh, that... Sneeze is going to rush in and, and pick up the other Pokeball and, and be really nervous and say, guys, we really got to get out of here. But, by the way, um, just to let you know, uh, for, for your Pokemon right now, uh, Charlie, your Ekans mm-hmm. has no injuries but took eighteen or but took 17 damage. Okay. Thank Joltik, you, I... yep. Joltik has one injury and took 34 damage. <laughs> I wonder how that happened. <laughs> and uh Liana, your fletchling has one injury and took twenty five damage. Oh no. So there's one injury and uh, how much damage? Thirty four for the Joltic. Um twenty five or twenty nine? Twenty five, two five. So, so uh, my calculation, or at least my sheet, is uh, saying that my Joltik only has an HP of thirty-two. Um, have you added any of his points yet? I've not. So I, I her points, yeah. So, okay. so you still need to add her points before you, and then decide. She okay. is a lady. She is a yeah. lady. She, yeah. All right. Come on. All right. So I will throw. Uh, we'll do five of those there, and we'll do. Okay, and okay. you can pick out stats at the end too. Okay. Okay. So All then, right. so Professor Sneeze just picked up the Pokeball and said, "You guys really got to get out of there." Yep. 
So I'm going to start running. <laughs> Pokeball, like, uh, the Pokeball in your hands, Professor Sneeze, is, looks old and is kind of beaten up a little bit, but that might the beaten up might have been from the fall. Sure. But it's yeah, it's a basic Pokeball that looks decently old. Okay. So Professor Sneeze is running away. <laughs> uh, I follow and uh, keep pace with them. Liliana bugs after them, too. Okay. You think you might have heard some chittering in the woods, but for the most part, the rest of the day, uh, you get out of the for, of the forest with no big concerns, and the rest of the day goes decently uh, calmly. You see like a few Pokemon frolicking here and there, but nothing very close to you on the route. Okay. And fairly soon, you come to. Uh, the Pokemon Center. You see, kind of like a more experienced trainer who looks like he should, like he is heading back towards the way, kind of sitting, tapping his foot uh, at the counter for the Pokemon Center. But besides that, it's fairly quiet inside. Okay, I'll go and um, um, I'll go up to him at the Pokemon Center and say, uh, "Do you know uh, a young man named Garrison?" He just turns and goes, that would be me? No, oh, it's you! Um, I got the Pokeball. Here it is. Says, he's kind of gives you a look and it's like, you aren't part of the hero court. Oh, well, I won't ask for it. They got it here within a day. Picks it up and uh, just releases it quick and a Typhlosion pops out. Oh, my goodness. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> just kind of, kind of looks around and then starts ambling for the door. He... Quickly uh, returns in, just like same old, same old sparks. All right. <laughs> well, hopefully he'll be a little more in line come uh, the Elite Four battles. I don't oh. know how you ended up with my Typhlosion, and frankly, I'm kind of worried about that. But thank you for returning it to me. Well, you know what they say at the Fero Core: they get it there on time. I'm sure that's their motto, right? <laughs> Something like that. All right. And Charlie sa uh, says, uh, uh, not intentionally, but loud enough for the other trainer to hear. It's like, wow, looks like the Typhlosion didn't mind the fall at all. Liliana smacks him on the back of the head. <laughs> <laughs> the, the older trainer gives Charlie a look at, and looks like he's gonna say something, but then just decides against it, shaking his head. <laughs> Like, well, thank you again. I have a couple miles to go until I make it uh, down to Restful Fjord, so I'm going to head out. Have a good day. Bye. So he heads out. You guys are at the Pokemon Center and is coming towards sundown. Uh, Pokemon Centers give free uh, room and board to trainers who are on their way uh, for the first night that they're staying there, or if they have heavily injured Pokemon, then until that Pokemon is healed. So it's well within your, your rights to stay there. Let's okay. stay here tonight, you guys. And uh, can I assume, uh, since we're at the Pokemon Center, all of our Pokemon get healed? Yep, all of your Pokemon get healed back to full. I will let you know that especially Pokemon that you've caught in stressful situations and things will not immediately obey you. Mm. Um, you can talk to them like out of, uh, out of battle and things and get them to work with you at first, but... For example, the Ekans that you caught, the last thing it knows before it ended up in a Pokeball, uh, it was facing you guys down, and you were trying to steal its dinner. 
So it's not exactly happy with you. Uh, okay. the, the fleshling is just going to be confused because something fell out of the sky and bopped it in the wing. And then it was being attacked by Ekans. And then people showed up and hit one of the Ekans. And then suddenly it was in a Pokeball. And the Joltik will really not be happy with you. <laughs> Though it will also be really happy with you because it's inside of an electric medium. So it has all the electricity you could ever need. So it's okay. conflicted. <laughs> but I believe we have reached a fairly decent stopping point. All what, right. What's the name of this town? Uh, this town would be called Peaceful Glen for the forest nearby. Peaceful Glen. All right. It was. I was really hoping that you guys would release the uh, Typhlosion out of curiosity. <laughs> <laughs> Simply because it would come out, take a look around, and immediately bolt off. Oh, that'd be fun. <laughs> well, you'd find it in just a little bit. It'd be asleep under a tree. <laughs> that was on fire. <laughs> oh, good. Thank you for joining us this week. You can find us online at tapestryradio.org slash Pokemon-Rollout, on Twitter at Podcast, and on Facebook at Facebook.com slash PokeRollout. Once again, I'm Nick Lilienthal, and I am a Luddite, so I have no social media. <laughs> I'm Paul. You can find me on Twitter at, Professor, at Prof Snag. I'm Michael. You can find me on Twitter at M-G-L-I-L-I-E-N-T-H-A-L. And I'm Lydia, and eventually I'll probably have some social media, but still not yet. All right, if you like what we do here every other week at Pokemon Rollout, tell a friend, retweet us, and especially please rate us on iTunes. We really appreciate it. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you later. Bye. <laughs> Just the quiet bye. <laughs> All right. Woo. Next time on Pokemon Rollout. Our heroes' journeys have officially begun. The trainers will head north, searching for Clear Lake City and their first gym badge. They'll meet friendly Pokemon on the way, but some of these cute little critters pack a nasty sting, even if they don't mean to. And at the end of the day, their youngest new companions may make their debut. Is it Lillian or Liliana? We can just go with Liliana since that's what Liliana. I got being called. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Oh. Was it Lillian? That's fine. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought I, I read it. Thought it was Liliana and just never checked again. My bad. What should we put about Sneeze in, in here? Because I wanna <laughs> I wanna make sure we include all of the characters. Uh, should we for moral support? <laughs> uh, <laughs>
Uh, Sneeze. Oh, well, Sneeze, and... Sneeze completely took out Aeon Ekans by himself with a rock. With a rock, yeah. <laughs> That's well, not, not by himself, but true. Right, right. <laughs> That's pretty great, though. I wonder if the internet is just not as good in the laundry room. Thank you for joining us this week. You can find us online at tapestryradio.org slash Pokemon Rollout. On Twitter, at, wow, on Twitter, <laughs> let, me, let me retry that. Pause. <laughs> What in the world is on Twitter? (laughs) (laughs) Do you like scotch? Do you like books? I'm Michael. I'm Ethan. And we also like scotch and books. We do. That's why we decided to do a podcast. It's called Michael and Ethan in a Room with Scotch. Where we talk about books. But not scotch. Not scotch. We are drinking the scotch in that room. With the books. But we're not allowed to talk about the scotch, or we suffer the penalty. What's the penalty, Ethan? The penalty is that the loser, being the person who mentions the scotch, has to perform a verbal stunt as prescribed by the winner, being the person who does not mention the scotch. It's a lot of fun. So if you like scotch and books, and talking about books but not scotch, then join us for Michael and Ethan in a room with scotch. Please? Obscurantism and obfuscation. Orally observed, gentle listener. Obviated objects of oblivion obambulating about. Offered unto you in the Tapestry Radio Network. Tapestryradio.org. From our fancy to yours.